All right, hello everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. I am Jonathan Idle, aka Johnny Idle, and we're back with another chit chat with Bessie. Hello, Bessie. Hi. Welcome back to Spook Fest 2020. Spooktober. Spooktober on Spookoween. <laughs> Spook. <laughs> <laughs> we just had the most stressful. It's so funny how. Talk about horror stories. Yeah, I'll start freaking out about like we were having like the most minimal tech problem here and then i found out it was and I, I was like flipping out and you were so calm and just checking your mic like i asked you and i'm like losing my mind <laughs> and it was one little <laughs> click on the on the recording program that would have solved everything but here we are checking mics is so fun because i just spout off random verbiage for no reason yeah not only do you do that but you'll like say three words and then stop talking so that and when i need you to no, check no fr- not always no see what happens you guys is that his anxiety goes from like zero to nine billion in one second true story and then everything that lasts more than 0.5 seconds is an eternity to him no that's if i like stop to take a breath mid-sentence he's like keep talking (laughs) but that's that's as much breath you have you like hi i'm bess that's as much breath you have in your body. Is that well, what you're saying? Then you, then you go, uh, mm, uh, uh, and you're doing a hundred other things. So I stopped talking and I give you a minute. <laughs> By the we'll way. We'll record it next time so that. To be clear, everybody, everything <laughs> she is saying is is 100% correct. It's all good, man. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. <laughs> gonna 2020 make has been stressful. I, I understand. I, I, why? I don't understand. Why do you say that? <laughs> Speaking of that, the other night, the other night I went to our friend Tom's bachelor party. He's getting married on Halloween. And as I've mentioned on here several times, I am immunocompromised, so I really need to try to stay away from people. And it was a socially distant bachelor party. And then a friend of ours shows up in a mask. (laughs) Okay. And then starts walking up to me to give me a hug. And I go, dude, I can't be near anybody. And he's like, why? What do you mean? Why? You're wearing a fucking mask. Why do you? I don't get it. To be fair, you have had uh, bouts in your life of sudden onset diarrhea. So maybe that's what he thought you were referring to. You know what? You're probably right. In fact, (laughs) pause. He's like, actually, I'm wearing this mask because of your tendencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in fact, pause. I need to go to the restroom. Ah! I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We have something really, really fun planned for you guys today. We are doing great content today. Mythical creatures. Mm. You know, I forgot. That's what we call it. Cryptozoology. Yes. That's what it is. Cryptozoology. Cryptozoology. I've had a lifetime interest in cryptozoology. Yeah, you have a PhD, don't you? No, no, not at all. I thought you had one no, or two I, of those. No, I did ju- I have a, just enough of an interest in cryptozoology where I'll read a few paragraphs and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that'll do. You know, so but there is a I brought that up because there is a museum up in Portland, Maine, which I can't believe we haven't been to yet. We've talked about it. The Cryptozoology Museum up in Portland, Maine, which should be pretty cool. We'll have to check that. It's all stuff about like Bigfoot and they have like some special effects that have been used, I think. And they have Mm -hmm. the the now infamous P.T. Barnum, the the world's first carny, okay? (laughs) The P.T. Barnum Fiji Mermaid. Yes. Which which is just a, a a dead monkey sewn onto the tail of a dead fish. Well, it's speculated that that's how it was made, but actually, P.T. Barnum was a pretty proficient fisherman. Oh, is that yeah? Yes, and was able to catch it off of the coast of Wales. Wow, that's really really wow. That's interesting. Not Wales, the country. Wales, like a group, a pod of whales. Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> and I should probably point out now that we mentioned mermaid. We recently heard a fact that mermaids, the first, uh, what would you call it? The first sightings sightings of mermaids is kind of being Mm. traced back to drunken pirates thinking manatees were mermaids and actually going and trying to have sex with the manatees. Here's what I think. I think they (laughs) knew full well that they were manatees and not womanatees, but they wanted to uh, make bulk up a story so that they didn't just be pegged as that guy that had sex with a manatee. You're probably right. But anyway, either way, whether that's true or not, who knows? But so here's the deal, guys. I I have been a dreamer my entire life. I can't deny that. I always no anytime anything important was going on, my brain was going elsewhere. So you're a creative soul. I really want to believe in some of these things. Like Bigfoot, I really want to believe. You can. I 
you know, and but then you get skeptic, you get right. skeptical, right? Right. And then we were flying back from Oregon midday, clear day, and we were flying over the Rocky Mountains. Yes. And I just remember, you know, the, the pilot out with the ladies and gentlemen, if you look out your window, you'll see the Rocky Mountains. You know, that whole cheesy right, right, thing right. that happens every time you get in a plane that goes that way. Granted, I've only done it, I think, twice. So anyway, regardless. <laughs> um, and I just remember looking out our window, and we're at 36,000 feet or whatever, and I remember just looking out our window, and as far as I could see at 36,000 feet, mountains. Yeah. So I looked to my left, and I looked out, I was able to see out the other side of the plane, and as far as I could see, mountains. Right. In either direction. So, I mean, let's face it, Bigfoot. There's big plenty feet, of room. Bigfoots. What is it? <laughs> There's plenty of room. Biggest footus. <laughs> that's what it is. There have <laughs> got to be some places in there that people haven't been. So yeah. who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, hoping for this ridiculous thing to be true. And as everybody talks about that famous film, the Patterson Gimlin film, right? And mm-hmm. that's that's the famous one we all see. Right. The uh, image that comes up in your head when you think of Bigfoot. It's that's walking what that's and it from, looks over yeah. its shoulder and it walks and right, then everybody right. says it was a hoax. They swore that it was real for their whole lives and but people are still calling it a hoax. I wonder if Bigfoot thinks that that's good footage of him. You know, like somebody takes a video of you and you, you want to look at it to see what you look like. I wonder if Bigfoot has seen it and approves or not. And maybe he's in hiding because he doesn't want people to associate that video with him. And we're off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine for a moment being like in a group of big feet and you're the one with the smallest feet? Like the big foot with the smallest feet? It's Daryl. Oh, Daryl. Well, he has pretty big feet. My name is Daryl. Yeah. Anyway. How, a, how sad for that Bigfoot. So these guys these guys got questioned zillions of times whether it was a hoax or not. Right. Okay. So there's a guy named Peter Byrne who interviewed Patterson and Gimlin many times. And he wrote, both men lacked primarily the intellectual capacity essential to the production of a hoax termed a masterpiece so in other words he's ah, saying wow this they is a, couldn't even really tell he's basically saying if even if it was a hoax these guys are idiots how'd they pull it off however there's like in 2002 a man named philip morris owner of morris costumes in north carolina claimed that he made a gorilla costume that was used in the patterson film so that he claims that he made this gorilla costume. Mm. And there's another guy named Bob. I have no idea how to pronounce his name. Her, her, Odenkirk. Hieronymus. H-E-I-R-O-N-I-M-U-S. Who claims to be the person in said gorilla costume. But here we go. Now, there have also been people. They're, they're claiming these people are just trying to get some attention because there are people that have broken down that film. And there are like actual muscles that you can see if you, mm. you enhance it. There are muscles you can see like, like in the hip. And, and they're also claiming that it's a female because it has boobies. Oh. Some are claiming this. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Is, does the woman Bigfoot, is that also a Bigfoot? Yeah. Hmm. Well, wouldn't it be? I mean, you're still kind of a human, right? So, Well, parts of me. <laughs> I just, I want, there's so much to know. I know. Like, do they call themselves big feet? Because comparatively, their their feet are just proportioned to their bodies. Well, I guess. Yeah, sure. You know, maybe they call themselves big hands. And they're, they're also saying, too, that people wouldn't be able to walk with the way that that naturally walked with these yeah. big giant costume feet on. So that's right, the other right, argument. Right. And okay. So for that time frame, we all watch those shows. Well, not yeah. all, but some people, I, I like to watch them. Those like finding Bigfoot shows and they're going and looking right. for Bigfoot. And they're always like, Oh, you hear it. There it is. And you know, and you're, oh. I, I like how I keep waiting to see if we finally see Bigfoot as if that wouldn't have been news, you <laughs> right, know, right, just right. for this, you know, this whole thing. Anyway, I watched a documentary one time where they went out and they found some hair on a tree. Yeah. Like some red, long, yeah. stinky fur hair, you know, like right, long. Right, right, right. And they brought it Big in. Bigfoot had to scratch his back. Something. And on a branch or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. But they went out and they had it tested and it came back as an unidentified primate. Unidentified. Hey. So 
Who knows? What do you think, Bess? Do you want there to be a Bigfoot? Do you think there's a Bigfoot? What do you think? Whether I want there to be one or not, I know that there is. <laughs> you, you Really? And I'm really excited to talk more about all these true creatures that exist out there. Well, I had to get the big one out of the way, right? Yeah, I had man. to do that. So we who had knows? To. Who knows? Okay. He's the icebreaker. Yeah. I like that guy. I really want it to be true. You know, I find more and more evidence of how easily human beings can suspend um, their belief of truth and facts. Yeah. So um, if we want to just choose to believe in all these things, we can, just like people choose to believe there's no COVID. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) I might edit that out, just saying. (laughs) (sighs) So I know you did a bunch of research on this today and yesterday and probably all this week, I'm assuming. So in the past week, Well, we decided that we would break this down into the very commonly known creatures versus the local legends you know right so we talked about bigfoot yeah now let's talk about the skunk ape of florida right right it's well, a good the, transition in there are so many different around the world around yeah. not only just the country or the continent but around the world there are other I versions think that's, that's also another really important perspective to look at right all over the world through every age, yeah. there's been some sort of evidence of something beyond what we know to be true. Right. Like you the know? Yeti. The Yeti Right. Is it's thing. not like somebody heard, oh, they have a Yeti, so let's us make up something that we saw in the woods. Like there are groups of people all over that independently come to the conclusion that there's maybe something that they don't know about. You know, the, the mystery, the unknown of right. the woods or whatever. Right. Does right. that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't know. But I mean, with the, with the Yeti and for my fellow wrestling fans, we're not talking about Ron, seven foot Ron Reese dressed up like a mummy for some reason in WCW. <laughs> that was a Yeti. I don't really, I don't really know how that worked out. And they had a big block of ice that followed them around for a month. I Who don't know. knows? Maybe that actually is the Yeti. Maybe. And we've gotten it all wrong. It's a mummy. <laughs> Up in the snowy mountains. Yeah. They actually had the real one, and the, nobody will believe them because yeah. we've made up some other truth. Sorry, I, I distracted us. <laughs> no, let's talk about the skunk ape. Go All ahead. All right, the skunk ape of Florida is a human-like figure, also called the. There's a. There are a lot of names for this guy, and I love them. Um, the swamp cabbage man. Oh. Swamp ape, stink ape, Florida Bigfoot, Louisiana Bigfoot, Mayaka ape, and my favorite, swamp squatch. Swamp squash. I like, I like that it one. because of the way your mouth moves when you say it. Swamp squash. Swamp oh. squash. It's great. <laughs> it, it looks like if there was no sound, it would look like you were saying like "wom wom." Yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor and go stand in the mirror and say "swamp squash" to yourself over and Did over. Did you do this? No, but I have big plans for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a productive day. So, swamp squash or the skunk ape of Florida is a relative of Bigfoot. He's a fully grown skunk ape and stands anywhere from five to seven feet tall. So basically like every other human being. <laughs> uh, like any other skunk ape, you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Sorry. Right. Five to seven feet tall and weighs approximately 450 pounds. Yeah. He's yeah. a dense guy. He's a thick fella. He's a thick girl. Um, he can be detected by a horrific odor that's been described as sun-baked animal carcass oh. and rotting garbage. Oh, that's... Mm. I love sun-baked animal carcass. We all carcass have friends like that. Right? Yeah. They mostly eat berries and small animals, but from time to time, they've been known to ravage farms and tear wild boars to shreds. Oh. When they're sick of berries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to the boar. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, like they're vegetarian unless but they're really also, hungry. But also, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you know, we all have that friend who, who is a vegetarian, but they'll, like they'll always with... take that piece of bacon. There's one. Right. Oh, just, just one. I'll be bad. sliver. <laughs> uh, recently, you'll, you'll find this interesting. A skunk ape HQ headquarters has popped Ooh. up in the Everglades where you can book tours out into the swamp or reserve a spot on a hunting expedition to finally prove the hairy beast is real once and for all. 
Okay. And I've seen videos like a guy just happened to be kayaking through the Everglades, which, by the way, sounds super safe. Mm. And then he like there's like a video of this large hunched over hairy thing that yes. kind of walks away. And it's, it's really. And it's that like, episode of Impractical Jokers, <laughs> um, Sal, obviously, they dressed Sal up to look like a swamp creature. But then he actually did attract a mate. Yeah. who I believe was the real thing. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't, but it was really, really funny. It was one of the funniest <laughs> things they ever did. So great. So many believe it It was a, a, a loose relative of Bigfoot that migrated south from the mountains and found refuge in the swamp lands where it had a lot of room and sustenance. Okay. During the COVID-19 pandemic, oh. several Florida businesses have used the skunk ape's reported foul smell, giving incentive to remain at distance and to use evasive nature to promote social distancing. In Florida? Yeah. All right, Which good. I think is maybe not being very effective down there. <laughs> Probably but not. It doesn't seem to be. Floridians, listen. Put your masks on so you don't smell the skunk ape. It right. doesn't have anything to do with anything else. Right. Just that's the skunk it. Ape. Yeah, that's all. I like to find little things in pop culture to make this, like, tie it in, make it more relevant. Yeah. So I found a movie called Skunk Ape. Wow. Was there a question mark? Uh, exclamation point and then oh. a question mark. Okay, great. We have to watch it. Which is like a separated intero bang. It's from 2003. It's a comedy horror. And the one review that it had said that it was the funniest low build, low budget film ever. All right, we'll have so to watch it. So this is high on my priority. All right, we'll have to watch it. Oh, speaking of that, there is, I meant to mention during the Bigfoot conversation that there's this legendary Bigfoot movie called The Legend of Boggy Creek. No, mm-mm. What? Don't bring that up yet. Why? That's in here. Well, we already talked about Bigfoot. If it's in there... It's not Bigfoot. That's not about Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot-like creature. No. That's about a different monster, and we're going to get to that. Ooh. Girl. Foreshadowing. All right. So what are your feelings on Loch Ness Monster? Uh, Nessie's a nice girl. Yeah. Here's the way I look at it. They're still talking about it, right? Yeah. They're still talking about Nessie. The first discussion of a sighting was in the 1870s, which means... Either, if they're still claiming to see Nessie, that means this thing is, there had to be, have been more than one. It can't be the original Nessies, but where is oh, there? Oh, yeah, a, all of these have families. Where is there a Nessie carcass? Uh, underwater. So in 19, but then in 1933, I think was the official, I don't know, whatever. But in 1933, George Spicer went through for a drive with his wife through the Scottish Highlands. The couple saw a large, unfamiliar creature pass in front of their car and disappear into the nearby loch. So it was going across, like just walked across the road in front of this guy. <laughs> so it's amphibious? It, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, it has like legs. It's not a fish or, or, at least, or at least like some people think it has like... I've only ever heard of it in the water. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Crazy. And then in 1934, that famous picture of Nessie, you, you always see the head coming out and stuff was... Was called the surgeon's photograph, and it was supposedly photographed by a guy, guy named Robert Kenneth Wilson. He was a doctor. I believe him. You believe him? Totally. All right. I think, though, there should be a Loch Bess monster. A Loch Bess monster? Yeah. There is a Loch Bess monster. <laughs> um, so in 1994, yeah, it was verified a hoax. So that's a shame. No, but. no, no. It was speculated that it could possibly be a hoax, but we all know it's true. That's true. You think it's a hoax? No, I don't know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> I want, again, it's one of those things where I want it to be true. It's got to be true. I wish. And then we have our own. In, yeah, in Vermont, Champ. we have Champ up in Vermont. It's the same thing. And Do you same... think they get together for conventions once a year? I don't know, but I do know that the area around Lake Champlain up in Vermont is a big chunk of their tourism is all about Champ. And the first sighting for Champ, again, began in 1609. Mm. was the first sighting of Champ, supposedly. Wow. Which would mean, of course, again, there has to be more than one of them. Yeah, and, there's and, definitely and, and a little baby Champ. There has to be, right? Yeah. All right. Well, there we are. They're what all you, Champs. 
<laughs> and I'll, I'll just plug Lake, Champ- Lake Champlain chocolate. It's so good. It's so good. So good. And I'll talk about there's a lot of really good breweries up there. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Brewer- breweries is a hard Brewery. word to say. Yeah, but there's a bunch of great breweries up there. I've so. said it before. If I ever if I ever started a brewery, it would be rear wheel drive brewery. It's really, really hard to say. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that way, if you got pulled over and the cop was like, where are you headed? Even if you hadn't had any beers, he would definitely lock you up. Absolutely. Rear real rivalry. Yeah, Loch Ness is real. Champ is real. The breweries are real. The chocolate is real. I just want to go up and there's a like a a ferry trip that you take around. I just want to yeah. go out and look, let's look around. Why not? It's beautiful Sweet. up there anyway. So who cares? Yeah, yeah. especially this time of year, foliage. Mm. Yeah. So what do you got? All right. Let's see. Let's talk about. Why don't we talk about? Um, West Virginia's Mothman. Mothman. See, this Mothman. is one that I haven't done that much research on, so I'm not really that familiar with it. So I would go, even there was a movie too, Mothman Prophecies, all that stuff, but I don't really... Oh, you're going to talk about that in a little bit, aren't you? Sorry. That's I've do, okay. I've done it again. <laughs> so let's talk about the Mothman. You know my content. Yeah. What's all his right. deal? The Mothman was introduced to West Virginia in 1966. With the best newspaper headline ever, quote, couple see man-sized bird, dot, 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 creature, dot, 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 something, end quote. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's the best. (laughs) So two young couples from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. What year was this? 1966. Acid. Acid was a thing back then. But okay, go. No, it's Mothman. Okay. Oh, you think the Mothman was on acid? <laughs> yes. Yikes. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, that's another realm we haven't even, haven't even thought, thought of. It. Yeah. When mythical creatures trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they described it as a large flying man with 10 foot wings following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area, a site of former World War II munitions plant. From there, residents all over West Virginia reported seeing the winged human-like red-eyed creature around the state, unsure if it was a demon, alien, or a genetic experiment gone wrong. But it's a giant-ass bird. Yeah, in my, I think that it's an alien. An alien? I do. Okay. So, I mean, have there been any attacks from said Mothman? Um, there are, no, no attacks, but there are a lot of sightings. Yeah. And from what I gather, most of the sight, like when there are, uh, when there's contact, okay. Mothman really just wants to know about us and learn about us, which makes me think it's definitely an alien. So he just kind of comes and hangs around. Yeah. Interesting. In Point Pleasant, where the original incident was recorded, there's a Mothman museum. Of course. An annual Mothman festival. Okay. And a sizable statue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen the statue? I have not. Wow. But listen to this. In okay. June of 2020, oh. a petition was started to replace all Confederate statues in the United States with statues of Mothman. All of them. I I mean, sign me up. <laughs> I mean, well, why don't... As of July 2020, the uh, the petition had garnered over 2,000 signatures. What if, <laughs> what if instead of every single Confederate. Confederate statue in the South, they replaced it with that region's... Not just in the South. All over. Everywhere. Okay. Well, regardless. Yeah. If they replaced it with that region's cryptozoology creature. I like this. That's not bad, right? I also would be on board if they replaced all the statues with Mothmen. Oh, all the statues, period. All, all of, of them. them. Every single one. Statue of Liberty would be a Mothman holding a thing. Like, <laughs> let's Holy go for God. it. If we're going to go for it, let's do it. It's great. <laughs> hey, were there any movies about the Mothman? Yeah. <laughs> You know, actually, that isn't my main pop culture point because obviously the Mothman prophecies is well known. Well, I, I never saw it. I don't know anything about it. So There's also a horror novel that the film was adapted from. Okay. But I highly recommend the podcast Astonishing Legends. Okay. They have a five-part series on Mothman. Oh. So parts one through five. On CastBox, they show up as episodes 51 through 55, and they're great. Oh, you listen to them? Yeah, I, I listen to the first one. I have four others downloaded. Once for my, again, one of us did a marathon. ton of work for this episode. 
<laughs> oh, I listened to this independently. I know, but still, that's great. A while great. ago. But that's yeah. great. And actually, the Astonishing Legends podcast talks about a lot of the creatures that we've discussed already. Oh, cool. So, I'll, have to get, I'll have to check cool them out. Podcast. That sounds really great. I would it's absolutely a fun listen. love that one. Yeah, I know you would. That'd be really I love that. Okay, oh, cool. We have should to take it. a drive, have a story on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, what we did was you you did a little more of a deep dive into the the, the I hit the, I hit all the like main ones yeah. you think of right yeah. away you know or at least some of them and in nineteen 19- this is a this is a tossed salad of oh well, maybe that's not <laughs> careful the phrase now to yeah, use. wrong podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a creep a creepy pasta salad I'll say <laughs> a creepy pasta salad okay great well in nineteen ninety five that's when we were first introduced ninety five to- yeah. Wow. The first reported attack from the chupacabra. Oh, chupacabra was a lot was here a lot longer than that, but didn't right. attack anything until right. 95. The first the first re- uh, uh, reported attack. Got it. I was yeah. ten. Discover, um, when eight sheep were discovered dead in Puerto Rico, uh, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area, completely reportedly completely drained of blood. Mm. I know. And then uh, a few months later, in August, an eyewitness claims to have seen one of these things. Oh, so, definitely did. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now, look at it. See, now there's... It, it's talking... Now, I, I have to backtrack. I was wrong. 1995. I don't know. But in 1975, there are also similar killings. But, you know, the people claim... Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Some people say it's it's like hairy. Some people say it's scaled. Some yeah, people say it walks on four varied. legs. Some people say it walks on two. Some people say it has spikes down its back. And I remember one time they... Somebody said that they, cousins. they finally caught the chupacabra <gasps> and it was a super creepy looking thing. And I mean, turns out it was just like a super sick dog. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was just pumpkin. like skinny and, and like hairless and just, yeah. And eating so, a bunch of sheep. Yeah. But it, so you want to say, okay, it's just some kind of a predator that's, that's going and killing these sheep and the cows and whatever it's killing. But yeah, what's with the three triangular p- aliens? Ah, aliens. The three puncture wounds, and maybe they're seeing these awful, sick dogs around. And then, I'm, again, I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying it's something we could think about. That right. It, you know, but the three puncture wounds on the chest. Yeah. And even sometimes the, the organs are gone, too, all through these same puncture wounds. Mm. It's very, very weird. Listen, just because we don't have all of the evidence doesn't mean it's not true. That's true. It's a work in progress, like much in science. Okay. And I guess, in, okay, but in, in, in Chile. Chile. Yeah. Instead of being dog-like, they're described as winged snakes. Winged snakes. Winged snakes. I know, right? How creepy does I'm that sound? I'm a snake. I'm a snicky snake. I'm a snicky snake. Look at me, <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> Are there any movies about Chupacabra? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Probably, right? I didn't research Chupacabra. I know. Clearly, but, clearly, I didn't either because I said the first one was 1995. But I didn't research Chupacabra, but but I did research the Goat Man of Maryland. Goat Man of Maryland, which could be related to the Chupacabra. Okay, do tell, please. Let me tell you about this guy. Please do. All right. Um, Maryland's infamous goat man allegedly does all the things you would expect a deranged half goat, half man to do. So this is like, you know, some farmer found a chupacabra and was like, I love you. Let's create a family. And then the goat man was made. Oh, great. Oh, that sounds sexy. (laughs) So he just runs around headbutting his friends. And and if if, if you yell, ah, it passes out. Yeah. You might know a, a few of these. Probably. In wrestling, I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. Um, anyway, Goatman kills teenagers, eats dogs, screams like a goat. You know, you get the gist. I get it, yeah. The most terrifying aspect is just how deep the lore goes. The USDA, listen to this. The Man. USDA was even forced at one point to publicly deny accidentally creating the beast in their Beltsville Agricultural Research Center, which tells me that they did You're telling it. me the government is denying something? Right? Weird. The USDA is behind Goatman. It's a conspiracy. It's behind Goatman. <laughs> you know, Sorry. the gist. Another tale revolves around a goat farmer who, after realizing a, a group of rowdy teens had killed his tribe, went totally crazy and turned into a teen-slaying goat murderer. Oh. Monster. Goat monster. <laughs> okay. So one more time. Say that again, please. That's awesome. 
Another tale revolves around a goat farmer. Goat farmer. Who, after realizing a group of rowdy teens had killed his tribe, went totally crazy and turned into a teen-slaying goat monster. Wow, he put on like a goat costume. Yeah, you know, revenge. Yeah. To get revenge on these teens. Yeah. But we all know that it's actually it's not a farmer. It was the farmer's son, and he just let him loose. Right, right, right. The goat man. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like the chicken lady from Kids in the Hall. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's just like the chicken lady. <laughs> Except apparently when you mate with a goat, it's a much different outcome. Yeah, and it goes and does terrible things. This was written about in the Prince George's County News in 1971. And one month later, the Washington Post ran a national feature detailing the legend of Goatman. That's crazy. That's it was awesome. in the real news. Ultimately, the Goatman has become one of America's most persistent and well-known urban legends with claimed sightings still occurring with regularity. You want to know what movie you can watch about this guy? Yeah. The Legend of Goatman. <laughs> From 2013. Of course. Pretty terrible reviews. Yeah, they you were don't all say. all bad. Yeah. But it is available on Amazon Prime Video. I believe for $2.99. Ooh, you had me until... <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a lemonade stand outside, socially distanced. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. And by the end of the week, we should be able to afford it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Maybe. There is one big one that I'm really looking forward to that I would like to talk about right now because we have a little special something for I our listeners. I have three more. Great. But let, can, which one do you want to do? Do you want to do that guy right now? I do. Okay. I think it would be let's great. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I think it'd be great because we have a little something extra here. You guys, I want to just warn you real quick. We're in the ho- you know, the Halloween season. Spooky things are up- upon yeah. us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just want to warn our friends in North Carolina just to be extra cautious. Yeah, yeah. Because the beast of Bladenboro, Bladen, Bladenboro, Bladenboro yeah, yeah. is lurking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the beast of Bladenboro is a large vampiric cat beast that might also be part bear, oh. but will definitely brutally murder your pets and or livestock and maybe you. Okay. And, and so how does it go about killing your beware. livestock? Does it say what it does or... In, I'm going to take you back to a time in 1954 when a string oh. of mysterious, gruesome deaths began to hit animals in and around Bladenboro, North Carolina. You, uh, they were stumbling upon creatures with broken jaws, crushed heads, and even reports of blood completely drained from bodies. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. Eyewitness accounts seem to point to something vaguely feline in nature, but also larger and more powerful. The story made national news, and there were multiple hunting parties that attempted to catch the beast. They never did, but the killings eventually did stop, at least for now. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Well, I yeah. guess they performed an autopsy on uh, one of the dogs that they found, and it was reported that there wasn't more than two or three drops of blood in its whole body. How's that possible? There's got to be more than two or three drops. No. Vampiric cat beast of Bladenborough. And sucked all the blood out of Every all of its organs and everything. Bit. Well, that's, that's still pretty amazing, though, even if it's it to a... It is. I mean, wow. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's about 20 inches high. It has a long tail, about 14 inches. The color is dark and has a face exactly like a cat. Oh, this is a quote. Let me start over. Oh, good. Yeah. I have a quote from an eyewitness. Okay. It was about 20 inches tall. It had a long tail, about 14 inches. The color of it was dark. It had a face exactly like a cat. Only I ain't never seen a cat that big. It was walking around stealthy like sneaky. And it also makes a noise like a baby crying. It <laughs> was, was great. It was so, so There's great. There's an event called Boost the Burrow, which is a community booster for Bladenboro. And they hold an annual Beast Fest in which the Beast of Bladenboro, or Bob, B-O-B, oh. serves as a mascot. Okay, okay this, we have to go to this. They have a fantastic song. They do have a fantastic song. It's wonderful. So we listened to this song earlier. And had a spontaneous dance fest. Yeah, we absolutely did. So I ended up uh, <laughs> scooping this song and getting it onto an MB, MP3. And when I say I managed to do this, Bessie saved my ass again. Ah, we did it together. So if I'm going to be stuck with this song in my head for the rest of the day, 
And if Bessie is going to be stuck with this song in her head for the rest of the day, yes. at least. It's only fair that we share it. It's only fair that we share it. So, And this week, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> like Clementine. Folks, enjoy. It happened back in 53. A terrible thing to see. It crushed their skulls and drank their blood A scary beast indeed The beast of Bladenborough Beast of Bladenborough Beast of Bladenborough The beast of Bladenborough Beast of Bladenborough Beast of Bladenborough The thing came out of the woods and swamp quietly in the night it killed the animals one by one and gave everyone a fright the beast a blade and burrow beast a blade and burrow beast a blade and burrow the beast a blade and burrow beast a blade and burrow beast a From all around the world Came to kill the beast They could not find it anywhere And went home in defeat The beast of Bladenborough Beast of Bladenborough Beast of Bladenborough The beast of Bladenborough Beast a blade and burrow, beast of blade and burrow. The tale of the beast is not yet done. Some say it's here today, lurking in the swamps and woods, awaiting its next prey. The beast. A blade and burrow beast, a blade and burrow beast, a blade and burrow. The beast, a blade and burrow beast, a blade and burrow beast, a blade and burrow. Blade and that song yeah so there it is guys good luck getting that out it's here like it's like the mariachi monster <laughs> no, mash no, it, no it's like it has like this calypso beat to it not mariachi it's like calypso like yeah I wanna, you're right like i picture like ricky dan- martin like dancing around <laughs> with a, a margarita in my hand or 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 a pina colada or something stupid like yeah, that yeah, and, yeah, yeah 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 or some some version of that that's dyed red for halloween there should be somebody walking around with maracas yes to that, you know? yeah, yeah i could that's, totally envision us at a festival yeah so good luck getting that one out of your head guys what else you got Bess? <laughs> well let's talk about this monster that you briefly foreshadowed okay when you talked about the legend of Boggy Creek. Yes, I was under the impression that it was a Bigfoot movie. It's not. Come on. It's not unless I'm wrong. And I'm not wrong. Maybe there's some overlap. I think with a lot of these creechy creatures, there's some overlap. But this is the... I don't want to say it wrong. It's F-O-U-K-E. Yeah, monster. Yeah, I'm looking, at it, I'm looking at it right now in the IMDB page. It's a Bigfoot type Falke. creature. Huh? Falke? Is that how you say it? I don't know, but it's in Arkansas since the 1950s. Right. The Falke monster. Okay, well, tell me about this weird monster. So, the Falk monster? Sure. Fook, folk, the monster. Let's just call it the monster. It's it's named for its place of origin, which is Falk. No, it it comes from fuck Arkansas. So... (gasps) I don't have anything against Arkansas. I just think that's how it's pronounced. So No, it's Falk. Okay. It's got to be, right? All right. It may be, yeah. O-U-K-E, Falk, F-O-U-K-E. Sure. 
Anyway, um, listeners from Arkansas, feel free to uh, send us a video clip of you all saying the name of your town. Yes, please. And don't get mad at me for, for <laughs> saying that because I, 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 it was not a, a joke on the town or the, or the <laughs> sure, state. It was just, sure. They're coming know. at you with their pitchforks. Great. You know, you might have summoned the monster. All right. Anyway, the first reported sighting of this monster was in 1953 and 1955 when it was spotted by a 14-year-old boy. Yep. The boy described it as having reddish-brown hair, sniffing the air, and not reacting when it was fired upon with birdshot. It sounds like a Bigfoot-like creature to me. It does. Yeah. Accused of attacking a local family, destroying local livestock, some say it was just a few occurrences of misidentified bears. Yeah. But journalist Jim Powell and I know that it's actually true. Yeah. You can see the Felke monster portrayed in The Legend of Boggy Creek and its many sequels. There's Really? There were sequels? Many. Really? There's like five. The, the first one is from 1972. It's rated G. G for a good time. Right. The film is believed to have cost, I wrote this down because I thought it was interesting, $160,000 to make and it grossed $20 million at the wow. box office. Wow. So there's something to it. There's something to it. Supposedly it's it's this legendary movie and I, and I guess it's been enhanced lately and it's around. I think, you know what, that should be our homework assignment this week. We'll we're going to watch about these. Th- this movie, we're going to watch this movie and we'll talk about it on here next week. If I you like guys it. would like to join us, please... Please watch The Legend of Boggy Creek, and we're going to talk about it next week. Yeah, in that'd our, be fun. Uh, yeah, it would. Yeah. Interactive. So. Yeah. I got to say, I am only interested in watching comedy horrors. <laughs> really. As as far as the horror genre goes, I don't need to see like the gore and all the spicy brain food. <sighs> I mean... There's only so many times you can dismember somebody and have it be cinematic. Quality. Well, I mean, you, you know really, what I mean? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it a little more later, but you really enjoyed the comedy horror we watched last night. Right, right. But that's what I mean. I don't need the real stuff. I just want, I want all the gruesome with all the comedy. I was being sarcastic. You hated that movie. <laughs> oh, what we watched last night? Oh, I did hate it. I was thinking of the other movie we watched. That Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it. Yeah, later. yeah, okay. Well, what Which else I got? loved. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Horns. Well, you blew it. Huh? You blew it. You said the name of it. We'll watch it later. We talked about it last week. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my I'm, gosh. I, you, oh, wow. We're Our, both like not totally out functioning of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. adult human beings. Totally out of it. Yeah. Lastly, I have South Dakota's Walking Sam. Walking Sam. Walking Sam. Okay. Tell me about of Walking Sam. Of all the ones that we've talked about. Walking Sam is the realest deal. Stay away from a Walking Sam. Okay, describe Walking Sam, please. Okay. He's a suicide spirit. Okay. Called Walking Sam, or also called the Tall Man. Okay. Walking Sam appears as a seven-foot-tall man who has a lean figure, long arms. He has eyes, but he lacks a mouth and nose. And when he lifts his arms, the souls of both Indian tribe Lakota men and women hang from them. Oh. The souls. Okay. He's he's stolen many souls. So he's, people see this guy walking around. Mm. Sometimes they say he wears a stove pipe hat and he likely was sent to earth as a punishment. Oh. Along with the help of living conditions such as abuse, poverty, drug and alcohol abuse, racism and murder... Walking Sam tells those who are affected the most by these things, such as people between ages of 12 and 34 to kill themselves. And even though he resembles Slenderman, he's actually been around for centuries while Slenderman was made in 2009. Slenderman or Slenderman? Slenderman, but you know. Slenderman. <laughs> Slenderman's homies call him Slenderman. Oh, okay. I gotcha. He's just going to make you want to kill yourself. That sounds awful. Yes. And we all know that the worst monster is one that doesn't have to do anything to you, but will just convince you to do it yourself. Yeah. Uh, now, did, did they... He's like, the fault's not mine. Have you you jumped of... off the bridge, not me. <laughs> did, did you hear anything <laughs> about why they name him Walking Sam? Is there anything about that? No, his name's Sam. Okay, fair enough. A wave of suicides on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota is being attributed to the presence of the Walking Sam figure. 
Teenagers claim a slender, shadow-like spirit appears before them and commands them to kill themselves. The first wave occurred in 2013 when five members of the Oglala Sioux tribe killed themselves and continued to spiral until Oglala Sioux tribe vice president Thomas Porbear discovered photos on Facebook in 2015 depicting nooses hanging from trees, revealing plans behind a teenage group suicide. Hmm. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't have any pop culture of Walking Sam. I don't want to go visit Walking Sam. I'm staying away from Walking Sam. This might be the new reason why I run. Maybe. Because Sam walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the first sighting was in 2013. Is that what you said? Or But, but they're about, right? I guess he's been around for centuries. Oh, okay. But there, the first wave of suicides occurred in 2013. So maybe his power of manipulation just wasn't quite honed yet until <laughs> the 21st century. Okay. I don't know. Great. Well, is there... Is Steer there... clear. Yeah. This, this is all very interesting stuff. I'd rather see the Mothman. Really? A hundred times over. Wow. How about Bigfoot? Well, yeah. I bet Bigfoot is a good party buddy. Yeah. There's another movie about Bigfoot, not Harry and the Hendersons, which, by the way, is great. <laughs> it's so fun. But there's another one. I, I watched the I watched the uh, uh, Good Bad Flicks video about it. Ooh. Let me look it up really quick. See what it's called. Okay, so the movie is called Letters from the Big Man. Mm. All right, Letters from the Big Man. Apparently, uh, Sarah Smith, an artist and government hydrologist sets out on a post fire stream survey and somehow like interacts with and almost like befriends Bigfoot. It's I, oh yeah. I, I mean, it's supposed to be a really touching movie and it just kind of shows Bigfoot as a, just a large, just a gentle giant kind of thing. But yeah, man, he's like, just trying to stay off the grid. Yeah. But I gotta be honest. If I saw Bigfoot, I'm running away. Okay, that people are always like, oh, look, it's another like grainy, like moving around a lot video. Yeah, these people are, that's scary, man. I would run. Right. <laughs> you know? I right. Because I mean, my guess is, even if I got a head start, it could probably catch me if I wanted to. Right. However. In that moment. Yeah. You, you're going to be thinking, is this a bear? You know, your Which, brain by the way, is going to bear. Go, I don't want to be exactly. anywhere near a bear either. Yeah, you're going into survival mode, right? Self-preservation mode. You're not going to be like, let's get closer. I mean, <laughs> there are probably some crazy people that would do that, but I'm not going to be one of them. No, I mean, I would like to get a picture and a I'd video, like to but preserve my life so that I can make it to retirement, basically. Do any of you listening, do you have any <laughs> stories of any interactions with anything like this? And if you do, please tell us about it. These, I am so intrigued by it. And I, I would, we would love to hear from you in your stories, please. Especially if you're someone that has befriended one of these and you're keeping it a secret so that the government doesn't find out that you have one in your We custody. won't tell anybody. We won't tell a single no. soul. No. We won't talk about it on the podcast. Nothing. Mum's the word. But just tell us. We'll send you bear, fruits and berries. Yes, you know? absolutely. For said creature. Yeah. Yeah. No, but seriously, don't, we're, 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 we make fun of everything. Just so you know, this is not, you know, we're not making fun of you. I'm I, 100% serious. I, I will am, send you fruits and berries. I'm 100% serious that I would love to hear your stories because I want to believe some of these things. Especially believe. Bigfoot is the big one. I want Bigfoot to be real. So if you have a story, please, please tell us. And It's we, pretty rare that these creatures don't have some sort of association with destruction, but Bigfoot does not have an association with destruction. Well, only little things like, like little, legend of body Creek where body no, Creek, body legend Creek of body was Creek. not. It didn't, didn't, it, yeah. He, that was the Fook monster. Oh yeah. True. Which is a rogue cousin. Oh, we all have that. We all have that crazy guy. We all have that hillbilly cousin. <laughs> we all have that one that you that you know they're going to the wedding too, and you kind of cringe a little if you think you're going to be at their table. Even worse, you find out that what this, are they going to do this time? You found out that this person that you didn't want to be there is coming as a plus one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, we and have. And you're one. like, are they going to eat the fruits and berries, or are they going to, you know? 
yeah, mass- yeah, yeah. massacre the family. <laughs> we don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Are they gonna are they gonna show up in in cut off shorts? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Even worse than death. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we have one constant on this podcast that we call it the final three. Pew 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 pew. pew. All right, these are the final three questions of the podcast. And for us, it has turned into consumables, also our snack ventures. Yeah, question one. What have we been snacking on lately that we love? Yeah, we've been going doing so much of that, and it's so great. And our latest one are these Yes Bars, right? Yeah, they're interesting. They're cookies, basically. They come one in a package, and they have no GMO, no dairy, no eggs, no soy. They're vegan, plant-based, half the sugar of an apple, gluten-free. So they're like a clean energy snack, basically. Yeah. Our favorite one was which one? Our favorite? Well, we were in we were debating because your favorite was the coffee and chocolate. Yeah, yes yeah, that bar. was my favorite. Yeah, and that was really favorite, good. My favorite was the straight up chocolate chip. Although yeah, we right. have to say an honorable mention went to the strawberry because that was pretty good too. Macadamia chocolate was really, really good. They were all really good except... We weren't big fans of the black sesame sea salt. Right. It just had a very different vibe from all the other ones. It tasted like sushi. It yeah. really Because it had nori in it. It, it, it was very strange. It didn't taste like a snack. It tasted like... I have to eat this because a I'm about to go do... protein yeah. bar Yeah, I have thing. to eat this because I'm going to do something really physically taxing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. You know, I get what they're coming from. They're overall okay. For the price mm. and for the variety, they're not very bulkable. No, no. And I mean, they were... Good. If we stumble on a good deal for them, sure, why not? But yeah. I would. I, I want to say they were like seventeen bucks for six cookies. Yeah, that's a lot, man. It was fun for the snack venture, but I wouldn't be. No. You know, and maybe I just paid too much because it was Amazon. But I get excited when I see new ones. I know. I know. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> what do we have coming up? Anything good? Oh man, I don't know. What are you doing to me? I don't know if we have anything planned, but we will. Don't you worry. Okay, good. I'm glad. That's great. That's very good. Question number two. What is the last movie you saw either at home or in the theater? And without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? Boy, do we have a doozy for you guys this week. (laughs) (laughs) Last night (laughs) with our friend Jackie, we watched the Hubie Halloween on Netflix, the Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. You hated this movie. After much thought, yeah. I think it was the single worst movie I've ever seen. No way. I think it was the worst movie I've ever seen. I really do. Come on. I hate Adam Sandler's baby voice. Yeah, I you know, I hate the cheesy uh, boner jokes. Like it, it was just <laughs> it was just so gross. The whole movie was gross. Just stupid, right? Just stupid throwaway movie. Okay. And it was like, it almost remind, it almost made me feel like it could be like a hocus pocus, like a family friendly Halloween thing that you watch every year. But then it has all that like nasty potty humor, stupid stuff that's obviously for like the teenage crowd. It's right. not going to translate. Right. As he, it's, to- it's totally not going to do well years to come. It was horrible. It was, the, the whole thing okay. was horrible. Let me just say this. <laughs> and I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. But, I mean, okay, to right. be clear. I mean, Adam Sandler, just take all of Adam Sandler's, take all the idiot characters, the dumb ones, yeah. and kind of mix them together. Right. And you, he's doing the it's voice. It's the same it, thing. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Waterboy for Halloween. It is basically Halloween Waterboy, right, yeah. basically. And, and the love interest thing is the same in all of it. Ugh. Right, right, right. No. That being said, I knew this going in. So I just watched it for the parts that I did think were going to be funny and okay. I found some really funny parts in the movie. I found some things that I thought were really, really funny. I appreciate that you have that mentality. I was unable to get there. Really? And almost always I am able to get there. Yeah. But it was just whenever his face first showed up in the first scene and his mouth is up to the side and you know that voice is going to come out of his mouth, I just wanted to crawl under a rock. <laughs> 
but you sat through the whole thing. And I love Adam. I like I I feel like I love Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like a good guy, you know. You know, he's probably thinking like, okay, fine, I did uncut gems and everybody like trashed on it and now I do now I go back to my, you know, what made me famous and that that sucks too. Yeah. Probably feels so like I a, feel like a no okay. win situation. Yeah, he's in one of those situations. What a that, huge Halloween what a huge uh like horror of career right i I say this a lot there are a lot of people in entertainment that if they continue to do the thing that they're successful for people knock on them for for putting out the same thing yeah yeah but then if they go and they change right well then people say well what are they doing go back to what you you know so there's no way that adam sandler was like real proud of this movie i think he is and i'll tell you why because it again it's what you expect there's nothing you know, they're, they're, what do he, he knew yeah. what he was putting out. Everybody else okay. did too. Everybody did too. I that think. ship sailed in like '98. I don't know. I mean, he got paid by Netflix to do this, so you know, yeah. whatever. This it was, this was like a this was like a quick job to get some cash. This, I guess, this wasn't I, like a. I had some good laughs. I really did have some fun, some laughs. There were some parts that I really, really enjoyed. There were other parts that I couldn't stand. Ray Liotta's in it, who I love, so that helped a little bit. The only good part. The only good thing about it was Steve Buscemi. I love Steve Buscemi. <laughs> he was so funny in it. He was it was great. so good. He's great. It was so good. Everything in it, else yeah. was garbage. It was gar. <laughs> it's a garbage movie. But watch it, please. It's I, a horrible waste of time. I love that we are we are totally disagreeing on this. I love it. I, it's terrible. Don't get me wrong. It is a horrible movie, but I loved it. I loved every oh, second gosh. of it because it's just it just can't be fun. I guess is what it. It just can't be stupid fun. No, I, it wasn't even that. Okay, great. <laughs> Moving on. I'm so glad that you're able to. I I I envy that. I oh, and I was trying the whole time. I was trying because we watched this distant at the same time. We simul watched this with my friend Jackie. So the three of us watched it. You guys were laughing. I was laughing so hard because you were laughing so well, there hard. Were just there are certain things that I just and found I very, really very funny. Really tried to just suspend. You know. I couldn't do it. I no couldn't worries. get there. I hated it. It happens. I hated it. I know. No it. kidding. <laughs> For the first 40 minutes of the movie, you were literally like, oh, grumble, grumble. I'm just like, look, it's going to be really hard. I'm miserable. To- <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's no, it's fine. I, I probably would have done the same. So I, if Adam it was- Sandler needs to stick to singing Beth. <laughs> he does not sing Beth. <laughs> He's a psychopath. <laughs> That's where he shines the the brightest. Question number three is: Do you have a local small business that you would like to plug? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Hey, we forgot to talk about our cheese snack event. Oh, that's right! I forgot. Bessie ordered. She found this thing ole, where ole. they were selling like samplings of of the from like the world cheese. Championship, championship in Wisconsin, or whatever the hell it's called, but it's cheeses from all over the world. Yeah, they all submit different cheeses to be judged. Yeah, so you didn't pick what you were going to get. No, it was a it was a blind variety box. So yeah. there, we talked about it briefly yeah, last we, week because we got we had, yeah maple it, maple leaf cheese store right their online store. Um, you're able to get a five pound box of a variety we of talk these about cheeses. This last week? We did, but we didn't talk. We we tasted them. And they are all so great. They're so great. Even the one that I said smells and tastes like onions. It doesn't. I it's, think it, it's so good. I just think there there's like a liquid inside the package around the cheese, and right. that liquid was just you have horrendous. to be able to, to remove some like connotations. Like you you see something slimy, and and even no. if it has a little bit of a stink, you're. Basic human instincts no, tell that you liquid to be repulsed. Reeked of of onions, it, but I do, I don't I didn't feel that way. You tasted onions in the cheese we Absolutely. had it last night, and it, it's delicious. I mean, it does have a stink, yeah. but we we wound I didn't up think with, it was overwhelming. We wound stink. up with ten pounds of cheese. Yes, because we for, got for sixty bucks, dude. I'm telling you, how do you beat that? It was amazing. Yeah, we still yeah, have yeah. a ton, and that's that's so great. We split it, and and oh, it's so fun. If you're a cheese fan, which I think ninety nine percent of society is. Get it. Yeah, go for it. And they just sent There's, us what was there, yeah. Yeah, you can't lose. Every single one was delicious. I love when they just, I love things like that. Yeah. I went one time, I've told you about this, one time I went to Emeralds in Orlando and there was a thing where it was a six-course meal. All you did was 
say things that you don't eat and something mm-hmm. stuff you're allergic your to. Allergies, yeah. And the chef just sends you whatever the hell he wants, oh, and it was made. it was amazing. I wow. love so now with the cheese the show we don't know what's coming. Right, we're pulling his cheese. All there's that, there's that, there's that. It was so it's awesome. Like trick or treating for hipster adults. Yeah, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> anyway, do you have a local small business? I wanna I wanna just say. We're not going to break down each cheese okay. and talk about it, but our two, my two favorites were the Bella Vitano, amazing, which I've had before and it's fantastic. That's the first time I had it and it's ridiculous. And also, well, I loved the Beamster too. It's different than we've had, yeah. But the Pirano X Mature from the Netherlands oh, was fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's up there with with oh, yeah, so with good. up there, yeah, fantastic. All right, moving on. Moving on. No, you're you were totally right going back and saying that. It's I it's, just well, we had somebody comment on our cheese snack venture and say oh, I want a right. breakdown of this. So that's right. we're not going to do the full breakdown because there were um, there were thirteen different cheeses and that could take a whole podcast. Well, we can but, always talk about more next week. We, we yeah, talk, we, we but could those, bring up a cheese per week. We could. Yeah, why not? Local small business, best. Cheese is good. <laughs> I want to plug Pure Massage and Body Work in Agawam, Massachusetts. Actually, it's my friend Gina who owns the company. Yeah. And they do a fantastic job. Wait, is she cut? No, that's not who cuts your hair too. Okay. No. Mm-mm. Different person. Yeah. But I've been nursing a back injury for the past week. Yeah, I don't like it. And I had two massages booked with her in between the two marathons that I was supposed to run this year and obviously had to cancel them because of COVID. Yeah. But when I hurt my back, she does, Gina does a amazing job of just working out those knots, stretching my legs after long runs. And I, I can't, I can't plug it enough. Yeah. To take that hour, hour and a half, whatever you sign up for and just devote that to your mental and physical well-being beautiful it's like such a meditative state that you get into with that massage oh. she does a bunch of different services she does hot stone work does she do does she do uh, uh cranky, cranky old man work <laughs> i think that is part of her specialty yeah oh good great <laughs> she's a reiki master so that's also available she does an awesome job and i just love her and love what she does. So awesome. That's my plug this week. All right, my plug this week is Livio Gravini. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on here a couple times. We've talked about Lisa's hot sauce. And yeah. Livio, I just built Livio a guitar. And, and Oh my gosh, we have to plug Idle Hands Workshop. Well, not yet. But yeah, Idle Hands Workshop, I'm going to do, it's going to be boutique style. If I build a half yeah. dozen guitars a year, I'm happy. Whatever, you know. So. Yeah. But, and, and of course, I, you know, I'm going to end up, I I love I miss his guitar. Yeah, it was done. I played it for fifteen seconds and yeah. then just said, "Okay, well, it's not mine anymore." And I put it in the case and I missed that thing. I keep going to play it. It's beautiful. It came. I you know. Anyway, Livio was such a great guy, and we've discussed how uh, how he had, you know uh, Striper recorded and re- is, is released his song and yep. and i guess they're going to release it as a single and anyway Livio's a great guy and he sells he has all kinds of merch so go to his website and dude you've had his voice lessons i have you have firsthand experience yeah so uh and you've also recommended like younger oh yeah up and coming mm-hmm. vocalists mm-hmm. yeah um, he has, he's he does... been able to kind of take under his wing and train them vocally yeah he's great yeah, yeah. i have I've, I've actually like because doing karaoke hosting karaoke then i've had uh, twice i've had like um uh like very young people there uh, like uh, with their parents and yeah. then they sing and i go over and i'm like wow like there's yeah, something this here is something that you're seriously interested yeah, in yeah here call this guy Right? And I would text him before I would do it. He'd get back to me and I'd just mm-hmm. call this guy if you're yeah. looking at to, to get better. And the two that we are in touch with are just doing wonderfully. They're doing great. Yeah. So anyway, he has a lot of great merch. So go to his website, LivioGravini.com, L-I-V-I-O. Here we go again. I can't spell his last name when I'm put on the spot. G-R-A-V-I-N-I, LivioGravini.com. <laughs> just go check him out and uh, and go to, his, go to YouTube and, and listen to him and just... Check him out. He's great. He's he's a very talented guy, and I love him. You took that guitar, and you breathed life into it. Thank you. It came with a soul that was kind of like yeah, out here. Yeah. And you worked on it 
until it just shone with personality. I seriously worked on the finish on the body of that guitar. Yes. I worked on for just the finish alone, probably a week I put into that. Yep. Yeah. And And every second of that week, you you were mentally invested. I was shot. I don't think you slept the entire time. No, I'd start to fall asleep and then I'd pop my head. I'd have to look at a picture of it that I (laughs) took just to kind of try to, because awful, in my head, it was terrible. Yeah. You know, so, because that's just me. You were used as a vessel to breathe the right life into that guitar and you did a great job and I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much. So this has become a selfish plug because... (laughs) Although we we very much back Livio and all that he does and his merch and his voice lessons and they're just like an amazingly creative couple. Oh yeah. Also, Idle Hands Workshop is our newest venture. It's so much fun it to be so on this fun. creative journey to watch this creative journey take place. Thank you. And we just started an Instagram for it. Oh yeah. So if you guys want to follow along, see progress on different projects, it's Idle Hands Guitars on instagram one word thank you yeah thanks for that by the way bessie did all that (laughs) she did all the instagram everything you do all the creative stuff i just put it on there literally while we were recording the podcast the the decals they're called water slide decals it's like a very it's a clear thing and the backing comes off and it sticks so those those decals you see on the headstocks of guitars they're 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 water slide and we just got the with our logo and yeah, we created and, a logo oh yeah, i love we, it we worked together Levio actually, actually called because he knew we were working on his guitar he actually called and said you need a logo i want it on my guitar mm. and he wanted his signature so we have his signature too and but and, but what's great is that we didn't have these water slide decals were taking longer than i had hoped and he's going in the studio Sunday, this Sunday, when you're yeah. running your marathon. Be thinking of Bessie yeah. on Sunday, guys, because she planned her own marathon that she was going to be running because her marathons got canceled, and I couldn't be any more proud of you. Oh, it's going to be so. Think you. of her on Sunday, please, the 18th. Anyway, he's going back in the studio. So what I did was I got our logo put on uh, the neck plate, and I had that added to the guitar. But th- these are really, really cool. I like them a lot. So anything else? Are we good? I think we're good. We, I feel like we could just every week. I feel like we could just sit and talk for hours. Yeah, but we'll wrap it up this time. Yeah, and sorry guys, we'll if save we, some content for next week. If we seemed a little distracted, we were. Neither one of us is feeling great physically right yeah. now, and we're so. If we seem but a little distracted so in the beginning, it's so fun to be in Spooktober with you. Yeah, I love our cheesy horror movie plan that we have laid out for us with some of these creatures it's so great it's yeah, fun right yeah 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 this is fun hope you guys had fun too we'll yeah see you next week please subscribe to idle chat on apple podcasts spotify Castbox, pocket cast podcast addict and who knows where else please like our pages idle chat podcast on facebook and twitter and and idle hands guitars on instagram i guess yeah. i'm gonna put together an instagram page get in from the ground you guys i'm going to put in an instagram i uh, put a, an instagram page together for the podcast as well moving forward we'll have some fun things where you can see projects start from the beginning and work yeah. their way up so you can see how they're unfolding yeah um, and what guitars are being made for who and all this stuff yeah so it's it'll be a fun journey yeah, thank you so much we'll for that. We'll have some Beckett stuff on there, which is the site of our future Idle Hands workshop, the real deal. off the garage or Hell something. Yeah. So, Exciting guys, th- stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. See Bye. you next week. Bye-bye.